Welcome back to a podcast uh, Shaking the Pod at them. Я Абрашка Раскин и со мной, как всегда, Николас Уилсон. And I'm Nicholas Wilson. <laughs> God damn right you are. Yeah, should we start introducing ourselves at the start of this? We're not going to do the name switching thing anymore? What name switching thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I think we just got to get, like, an intro routine. You all know? right, all right. Well, tell me about your day. That's, I mean, unless that, is that too personal? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you don't really know me like that. <laughs> I mean, for, like, a podcast, you're going to tell all these strangers how your day was. What a, I mean, what would they do with that information? Check up on you? Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd, that'd be nice, yeah. No, but, uh, so you you just had a subject that you were wanted to talk about, right? That's what oh, we were yeah, talking yeah. about before. So, so yesterday we made jalapeno poppers. Mm-hmm. And in the recipe, the lady was like, yo, it's like imperative that you wear gloves when you're like gutting these jalapenos. And I was like, oh, classic Caucasian people can't handle their spices. I don't need gloves. Two hours later, my hands are burning up. Silence as we chew. <laughs> no, I made the slurp loud so that to paint like a word picture, but with like sounds that I'm eating and chewing. Mm. But basically, what I what I thought was insane is how did the plant know that the chemicals it made would make my skin burn? Plant wow. doesn't know. It is insane. Like it's a defense mechanism. But how did it know? Yeah, the defense mechanism evolution is really crazy is because. That- Is that sarcasm? No, no, that's okay. that's genuine. Just because, exactly, like, how does it know? And, like, how does it happen incrementally? Like, how does a little bit of spice, like, maybe if you just had, like, super white predators, and, there, and if you <laughs> just had a little bit of spice, it would be enough to keep them away, but... Yeah, no, it's, it's insane what they get up to in there, those plants. Some of them make you hallucinate. How the fuck do they know, like, oh, I'll make this chemical, and the things that eat it will hallucinate and die, and then I'll be fine. Wild. Anyway, speaking of gutting things, you just use the term gutting I did. To, to describe a jalapeno popper. Well, not the popper, like, well, you take out, like, rearranging my guts, Danny. <laughs> so you take jalapeno, you open it, what do you call the inside? Yeah, I guess it's the guts. A pumpkin, with a pumpkin, it's the guts, so it should be the same with the yeah. pepper. A pepper is pretty much a pumpkin, you know? Pretty much. Um, no, but so I got a story for you. Because right. I was I was having dinner with my my um aunt and uncle the other night, which I guess I'll like to leave them unnamed in the podcast you for can the give sake them of pseudonyms if you want. Pseudonym? Nah, that's not that's too much work right now. Fair enough. But anyway. Okay, anything for our listeners. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> but you know, they're they're very um I don't know how to describe them. They're just like nice, you know, people who are I think not, nice, yeah. not super old, but a little on the older side. They're very like conservation minded, like into, I guess what I'm trying to say is they're not like the hunter type. Of people. <laughs> they're the gatherer. <laughs> they're the gatherer type as opposed to the hunter type. So my aunt is like, she's telling me, she's like, I had a crazy day today. A, a grouse flew and hit my window. And died, which like first of all, I've I've had a lot of like birds hit windows, yeah. but I've never had a grouse. It's like a big, Gr- yeah. It's like a like a pheasant. Well, I didn't even know that they like flew around. I thought they only flew like when startled. Yeah, well, I don't know. It happened under mysterious circumstances. She <laughs> said it was foggy and it was like coming from the lake, and she had a lot of theories about why it might have hit the window. Your aunt murdered this grouse. She might have. You you might be more more <laughs> no, convinced just- of that <laughs> once I finish the story. Okay, go on, go on. So anyway, so it hits the window. It breaks its neck, probably dies, and she's like, 
oh no, like what am I gonna, you know, feels bad that it died. Right. And at first she's just gonna throw it off in the woods, but then she's like, this bird is in good shape and like you can eat these things. So <laughs> I wonder if I can figure out how to, uh, you know, process it. And, and so she looked it up and she figured out how to do it, which is just so funny for my aunt because she's so like, yeah. just not something you can picture her doing. But apparently what you do is you, you lay it on its back. This is kind of graphic. So like warning, um, trigger but, warning, grouse disassembly, but to gut the bird, you lay it on its back and then you stand on its wings and then you just grab its legs and you pull apparently not super hard and the head and all the organs just come right out. So you just pull the legs and it all comes out of the middle of the bird. Oh, what the f- And like, it's just like one motion and then like it's Holy done. Shit. I guess you still have to take the feathers off, but. I mean, it does sound like your, your aunt just like hunted a grouse. Yeah. Like she, it's a little too convenient. Like she wanted the, <laughs> I was impressed. I want to learn how to do that. Like, but without grouse hunting still? Without the hunting part? Probably. Or do you want to? Oh, okay. I sometimes think that not knowing how to, like, kill my own food is a shortcoming in my, like... I mean, it's definitely, like, it's easier to, like, detach yourself from it in the current, like... True. Like, you just eat meat. You don't have to worry about where... I mean, after that milk episode, beef, definitely. I've been avoiding dairy products, like, the plague since we recorded that episode. Yeah. It's, uh... It's harder now, for sure. Yeah, I'm, um... It's crazy. I'm, I'm like thinking, I don't know if I could be vegan or vegetarian, but I'm just trying to minimize. No, uh, I read something that like a lot of people who might go vegan are put off by it, but people like telling them to do it cold turkey. And like mm. the best practice is to like cut out small parts every day and eventually you'll get there. Ease into it. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I've done because... Like, when I graduated high school, I was a big meat eater. Like, do you yeah. remember how much meat yeah. I ate? ate? like, pounds of meat. I ate, I was a, thinking a about A chicken this. a week. That's a conservative estimate. <laughs> oh, I, Jesus. Like, I would eat about a pound and a half of chicken per day. Per in day? High school. Oh yeah, God. because you can get those those packs. It's, like, six chicken thighs. Okay. And, like, my mom would get, like, a few of those and cook them up. And I'd have one pack for dinner. And then I would have half a pack for lunch. Like, of leftovers the oh next day. Oh, my God. So it was so much meat. Yeah. Like that's so much meat. Yeah. So how many chickens, like full chickens do you think? <laughs> that's the thing. Because you don't even know if those legs came from the same chicken, you know? Oh, I guess you like do. Like it could have it been six chickens for six thighs. Why? Why would they Why would they mix and match them like that? I don't know. I just don't know how I mean, the, yeah, like, the plant know. works, you know? Like, you the, like know. there might just be like a conveyor belt with a bunch of oh, just legs. Chickens on it. Like, um... Oh, there's a movie about that. Chicken Run? Chicken Little? Chicken Run. <laughs> not funny. That's not... What, just saying Chicken Little? That's not funny. I don't know. The fact that, like, this child's movie was about, like, the slaughter of chickens. This is kind of... Chicken Run was, though. It was a kid movie? It's the claymation one. Wait, what? Chicken Little wasn't about the slaughter of chickens? Oh, I haven't seen Chicken Little either. What? No, there's, like, aliens, and no one believes them, but they're there. In... Chicken Little. What are we talking about? Chicken Little? Okay. Chicken Little. But there's actually a children's movie about chicken slaughter. Well, right. So Chicken Run, the premise is like, there's a bunch of chickens on a farm. It's like a hen farm. But then this big like corp shows up and they give them like this machine that does like, you literally just drop a chicken in and you get like, it does all the processing. Processes it. And so the chickens keep like sabotaging the setup of the machine while at the same time converting the chicken coop into like a machine, like a mecha. 
Like they pilot it at the end out of the farm. It flies. The machine is designed to no no, no the chicken skins. coop. It, oh oh, they like okay. pull ropes and like things flap up, and the machine like comes together to so as to fly. Obviously, like the joke being that chickens can't fly, but these chicken oh chickens can fly. I like no, they can. They can flutter. Not like probably like the factory farm ones cannot. What's the wild version of a chicken? Mm, that's a good question. There might be another one of those animals that like doesn't really exist in the wild. No, but there's like chicken like bird, like a, a, a grouse, it's like a chicken like bird. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of chicken like birds. Oh. Okay. I mean, turkeys exist in the wild. Yeah. There's a bunch of them in our field. Yeah. Those yeah. things look like dinosaurs. They do. See them running around. It's like, like I avoid them because they're like in gangs. There's always like eight of them. Yeah. They're cool looking. Here's a question for you. All right. Because you know, like today, there are a number of things that people did routinely like 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago that like today we just consider like barbaric or like wrong or, right, like, or right. just not done anymore. Right. Do you think that at some point in the future, like the consumption of meat and like animal products or just like factory farming practices will be looked on in like a similar way? I mean, I, I look at factory farms like that now. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. From an objective logical standpoint, obviously I still eat meat, so I can't say that I'm like some kind of, you know, high horse that, oh, I think factory yeah, farms yeah. are awful. And I, I do, but I still consume, but I, I can see without any difficulty how that will be looked at as a barbaric practice that led to like a bunch of problems. Like, do you think that when people look back on like the legacy of an influential person, like just take, um, I don't know, like Barack Obama, for example. Okay. Like, do you think that in a hundred years, historians will be saying like, well, he did these important things, but like, we can't forget his like legacy of like beef consumption. You know what I mean? Like the, oh. this many innocent cows, like, or just something like that. I mean, cause people have beef with Obama now about like his drone strikes and stuff. Yeah. Maybe Obama yeah. wasn't the... Like, like you put him relative to other presidents and he was good, but like from an objective yeah. standpoint... Like he did so like a lot of bad things. Yeah, no, Obama was a poor choice. I'm just I was just trying to think. No, of no, like a, yeah, but no, I understand what you mean. Uh, I don't know. I don't like to use a very extreme example. I'm not saying this is a parallel because it's not a parallel at all. Okay. But like the way that we look back on like I don't know Jefferson or Washington, and we're like they did all these good things, but like at the same time they were like slave owners, kind of a thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it won't be anywhere near that degree, but. I mean, it's really difficult to, like, take myself out of my own time period. It is. I think definitely people will look back at that on people who, like, made meat-eating, like, part of their personality. Mm-hmm. Which, those people are weird. Like, ah, oh, God says we should have eat meat. I eat two flank steaks a day. Like, but just, like, normal. Well, how would they know Obama's beef consumption habits, though? I don't know, man. It was a hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, like, they know that he's not actively vegan, and I guess they, yeah. It depends on how much, like, that will be prevalent in the culture. Like, how much people will be thinking about meat consumption, I think. Yeah. Because people think about, like, not owning people, like, slavery. It's like, a little bit more like it's significant. It's, and... it, it's not, like, a peripheral thing. So if something happened that, like, the the consumption of beef, like the cows, that was pushed climate change over the edge, and that was the thing that they got rid of, and then like stabilized. Then they would look back on it like, oh, Obama was one of the people who caused this problem. The people mm-hmm. of that era caused this problem. I think it was something like that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's 
I mean, we can't know because you never know how things are going to change in the future. Also, but it, it is interesting to consider. Life, like, life comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> <laughs> what habits do you think that we in this room have that will be some of the most problematic in the future? Um, other than other than meat, other than meat consumption, probably like fossil fuel use just like how casually we like yeah. drive and fly and things because i just drove like 30 minutes to be here because i think burn gas. in like say in 200 years or 500 years if they have some sort of like emission-free technology i think they're gonna have to it, i can i can see it being very easy to like look back and say like this person drove 50 miles to like i drove 50 miles yesterday just to hang out with my friends yeah like, how how do you how can you sleep at night like you know i think about the i don't know I think there are things you can do to minimize your fuel itself, but I, I, if that person looked back at me and was like, you're morally abhorrent because you could have just called Nicholas from the phone, I would tell him to fuck off because it's like human interaction, like biologically, first of all, I'm geared towards it. Second of all, like it's not the same over the phone yeah. and I'm like, I'm willing to make that trade off and it's fine if it's wrong. Like I don't. I can justify it to myself at the end of the day. Yeah. Get mad at Coca-Cola for, like, producing all their millions of pounds of garbage. Don't, don't come at me. Yeah. I, I just listened to a podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but it just – it sort of, like, tried to answer the question whether individual actions actually made much of a difference on climate. And they concluded that they kind of don't, <laughs> which is discouraging. I, I, I understand that at my core. I think you should still try. But I think it's important to understand, like – the biggest individual action you could take is to politically punish these companies, vote for people who will punish these companies, protest for things that will punish these companies, which is great if you don't want to use straws, but like there are other actions you can and should take yeah. first. Yeah. I think it's definitely, I don't want to discourage people from doing no, no, things because no. I think that's super important, but yeah, it's important to realize that at the end of the day, they're big systemic things that are much bigger than any individual person. Yeah. Um, How do we get here from Peppers? <laughs> yeah, first, first episode review of a restaurant menu. Second episode milk. Third episode just like full on like, political individual. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm for that. We've also eaten like two kinds of cookies. So yeah, we should set the scene for the listeners. We're we're sitting here. It's like it's two, a nice fall day. Yeah, it's a beautiful fall day. Uh, Saturday, we're sitting here with cups of coffee and um, pumpkin spice Milano cookies mm. and little chocolate. What are those things? They're called uh, chocolate Scotty dogs. Chocolate Scotty dogs from Walkers. Which which big corp owns Pepperidge Farm? I feel like aren't all the food companies owned by like one of four yeah. corporations? <laughs> I'm interested actually to see which which big who owns who owns. Okay, auto correct. <laughs> Pepperidge <laughs> Arm. Campbell Soup Company. Campbell Soup Company. <laughs> didn't see that. Didn't see that one coming. Campbell's is like their own thing. Pepperidge Farms is an American commercial bakery founded in 1937 by Margaret Rudkin, who named the family, who named it after her farm. In 1961, she sold the business to Campbell Soup Company. Huh. So yeah, it's crazy. Oh, should I look up who owns Campbell's Soup Company? It just keeps going up and up. The, the end of the line is Popeyes. Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Campbell's the end. It's owned by a person. Oh. It's owned by a woman. A woman? Boom, baby. Quality. Go women. Hell yeah. This is a 
pro-women podcast. <laughs> so, speaking of food, though, I've got to approach a, a controversial topic now. I hate to do this, but Roy's Bakery, and they're letting me down. Oh, man. Another dry apple strudel? No, I didn't go for the strudel this time, but I thought I'd give them the... So, last weekend... Set the seat. Yeah, so I went to Roy's. You know, they're known for their donuts. Last weekend, I went... And I got an apple fritter. And there was not a hint of apple in it. Was it just like sweet bread? Pretty much. Yeah. And it was like a little like dry. Like it seemed dried out. And I got it early in the morning too. Like oh, I got yeah. it like that's, 8, 9 a.m. So like not. Nice yeah. Um, so disappointed. That's the second time. Like that happened to me one time last year. I love apple fritters too. So that was really Oh, I'm, devastating. I'm really sorry for your loss. But today I thought I'd give them a second chance. <laughs> so I went down there and I got um, like a Bismarck, you know, like a jelly filled. Uh, vaguely, yeah. It's just like one of the, it's got like powdered sugar on it. Oh, yeah, It yeah. just has jelly in the middle. And I got, it was a raspberry jelly, and like just the jelly wasn't good. Like the, it was like really low quality jelly, and like the donut just wasn't good. And oh, man. I'm just really disappointed, because that's the donut spot. That's the bakery, yeah. We don't have a Dunkin'. We don't have a Dunkin'. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do for affirmative action? We got a lobby for a Dunkin'. Why the fuck are we putting up a KFC? Fuck that shit. Well, like, we had a KFC, like, five years ago, and it went out of business. <laughs> it's been a lot longer than five years. Really? You've okay. been in college for four. Remember that? So a year before? Yeah, that's true. I think junior year of high school, later KFC? No. No, we didn't have a... It was, oh like, middle God. school how, at the latest. How long has it been since how old Michigan? <laughs> God, time moves so linearly. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish I was low-key just jumping through streams. Oh, I thought you... In inadvertently made a, a pun because I thought you were trying to say like low key, but you actually meant. I am. Key. I am pretty low key. Like I'm. To, I'm, I'm just wearing like a sweater and like I'm not. You're looking dapper. <laughs> I like that sweater. My sister thrifted it for herself. I don't know why she's getting these giant ass. Not that I'm like that much bigger, but I'm like a good twenty pounds. Some people like Julie likes baggy clothes too. Oh. She wears them well. So yeah, we can like wear the same clothes because they're like big on her, fit me pretty well sometimes. That's convenient. That's See, nice. Don't like those couples with too much of a difference in dimensions. It's not right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't hear this. this yeah, take. No, dude, uh, fast fashion. If, if two people who are dating can wear the same clothes, half the wardrobe. Taken care of. Exactly. That's true. That's a bad take. You should date whoever you want. Don't, don't, don't go by size. size. <laughs> don't go by size. It's on you to defeat climate change by picking the, people with similar Pepperidge Farm is going to defeat climate change. Get your head out of your ass. It has to be. We were talking about something before this. We, it was donuts. Oh, was, that? no. I've, donuts is the thing I'm looking for. I'm sorry that Royce has, uh, I guess, disappointed you just a couple times in a row. I don't know. I'll probably keep keep trying them because it's here's, just a very convenient location for you. It is. Here's the, and it was so cheap. I was also I was stressing because I had three dollars in my wallet and I got in there and there's a sign that's like you have to. It's like a five dollar minimum to use a card. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, am I gonna have to buy like a bunch of donuts <laughs> to, if I have like between three and five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> but two donuts was like less than three dollars. So oh, it was that's convenient. Yeah. No, I honestly think Econo might have better donuts. Holy shit. They got a good bakery, Econo, honestly. No, I believe it. It's just it, it's just like a, a shocking fact to hear. Like how I like if like if somebody said 
Costco's r- restaurant is like the third largest pizza chain in America, just because there's so many Costco's that all sell pizzas. Is that true, or did you just make that up? It's like it's up there. It's like seven. Uh, it's, it's seven, not three. It's, yeah. <laughs> but don't don't quote me on this. This isn't a Costco episode, but because people like their food so much, Costco's like of a, a restaurant. But like when somebody says, "Yeah, we should go to Costco to get food," I'd be like, "Holy shit, we should go to fucking what?" So hearing that Ocado has good donuts, like I get that, but I, it's just surprising. Hmm. Gotcha. Right. I've never been in a Costco. I've never been in a Costco either. What's your What's your favorite grocery store chain? How many grocery chains are there? Just like quite a few. It's like it's sort of a regional thing. Well, uh, you live in Boston, so I guess you'd have like Boston Market and I guess some other ones. Boston Market. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking with me? No, I'm, I don't know what is that it is. Is not a thing? It sounds like a thing, but I don't... I just didn't see them in Boston. They had one that... It had a they name. have them in Milwaukee, dude. Uh, hold on, I'm going to pull up a map. Things that are, like, franchised that are named after a place are, like, probably not big in the place that they're named after. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's a bad take. Like, can you give me an example? Like, uh... Chicago beef. No, I cannot give you an example of that. I don't think that's a favorite. Please disregard what I just said. <laughs> What's your favorite grocery store chain? I don't know. I I have to give props to Econo. I think Econo no, is it, a solid grocery store. Have you been to a Publix? The fuck is a Publix? Yo. <laughs> All right, wait. Mine is Kroger. 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 We're just... <laughs> We're not going to the same grocery store, man. <laughs> we, there's only one chain on the UP that I know of. Econo? Pat's? Is Pat's a chain? Huh. There's like two of them. That's that a not chain? a chain. <laughs> you had two chains. Piggly Wiggly? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck other words that just came out of your mouth. I think I've heard of that one. You've never been to a Piggly Wiggly? I've never been to one. No. Oh, Where are they? It's like a Wisconsin thing. God. But there's, I think there's some in the UP. Where did I shop at? In Wisconsin? Aldi's. Okay, wait, no. I'm changing my, my answer to Aldi's. Aldi's is my favorite at grocery store chain. Is that where we got the donuts when we were in Eau Claire? No. That was at Econo, wasn't it? Was it at Pat's, wasn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, God. it was a festival. It was a festival. Oh, yeah. Festival. That's a chain. That's definitely a chain. I think they're, like, merged with Pat's. Well, I think Pat's is a, Isn't Pat's, like, a local? Pat's thing? is a local family, I think. Did you ever go to Pat's in Calumet? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, all these, like, pictures of, like... Seem like they're very Italian. Like it's just like an Italian. <laughs> like family a front owns. for a thing. Yeah. No. Before we switch topics, though, Publix, fantastic grocery store. It's like in the South. That's where we shopped oh, at when I was in okay. when I was in Florida. I was wondering. I was gonna ask the location. Yeah, we saw them this past summer when I was in the South. I think I saw them in like the Carolinas too. Uh, but yeah, great deli, great bakery, great staff. Um, also, are you, are you judging grocery stores by like the food they provide, not like groceries? Because then, what's the difference no, between then restaurants? That's a good question. It, it's just like the whole ambiance of public. It's vibes, just like okay. very clean, like well lit. The like personnel are just super friendly. Hell yeah! You know, like have you ever been at Trader Joe's? No. Where they pick staff who are like I think Trader Joe's I think is a good company. Like they pay their staff like pretty well. And they, like, pick people who are just, like, outgoing and, like, good at interacting with customers and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like that. Oh. Also, though, Publix is where I watched the movie Cars. I, I never I never actually saw the movie Cars, but, like, they had it playing what? on a screen oh. somewhere in the store. So and so, there? and they had it playing, like, for, like, a couple months. 
So we'd go to the grocery store like maybe once a week. I would go with my mom and I would go and walk. I would just stand there and watch cars while she bought groceries, but there was no sound. So I had to just piece the story together From visuals? and I would see like a different part of the movie every time I went. That's why I was shocked to learn that Owen Wilson was the voice of Lightning McQueen because I had never I heard his that voice. Up? Yeah, it is Owen Wilson. But you called the dude Lightning McQueen from Loki. So why did you do that if you didn't know that he played him? I did. I just like found this out when I started watching Loki. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you made because like, you found this out yesterday. Because Julia was like, "Oh yeah, Owen Wilson. He voices Lightning." And I was like, "What?" And then she started playing me clips, and I realized <laughs> that I had never heard the voice of the car. I had only seen it silently in the grocery store. Do you have the right idea of the plot then? If you've never seen it with sound, probably not. I don't remember it well enough, so I can't tell you. It's, like, about racing, and, like, Lightning is super good at racing because he's a is. long tongue, right? And he can reach it over the finish line. <laughs> You're and fucking that, with me. No, that's a scene. No, I it, haven't seen cars like, in, like, 14 years. I can't, I can't say. Yeah, this is just going to be a podcast where we, like, describe movies that we have not seen. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to spread so much misinformation. <laughs> Just uh, violently wrong about not just movies, just everything just in general. This is just your source for misinformation. <laughs> Whole Foods is a chain grocery store. I don't know why I didn't think of that one. I wouldn't yeah. pick it, but it's like the bougie. I went to that co-op the other day because I wanted chicken wild rice soup, but mm-hmm. they didn't have any. They had um, any? Well, they didn't have any like ready. I, I was I was gonna ask you if they had it like hot and ready to go. But that's for, what I but wanted instead of in a can. But for whatever reason. The word that came to my mind was live. So I was going to be like, well, they didn't have it live? <laughs> no, they only had recordings. <laughs> That's what you call a frozen pizza. Yeah. You like your pizza live or uh, DVR'd. <laughs> and switch that for uh, television. Do you want your TV hot or cold? <laughs> no, they had um, oh kale and white bean, I think. And it didn't sound good to mm. me, so I didn't get it. No. That doesn't sound great. That's where I got those Nixies, though. Those were pretty See, I good. I got one for you in the car, bro. <sighs> Big fan of very slightly flavored <laughs> carbonated beverages. This, this podcast is like flavors. Not a big flavor podcast. Not a flavor podcast. You just gotta eat food for sustenance podcast. Mission. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, so I brought you this pod so oh. you could shake the pod at them. Oh. What is this a pot of? It's a milkweed pod. So oh. that's the one that monarch butterflies like a lot. Oh. You can break it open. It has like fuzzy stuff inside. You want me to gut it? I mean, you don't have to, but uh, if you want to. So what I'm holding right now is a about three inch long green thing. It's um, bulbous at one end and thin at the other. And it's covered in little spikes. And it, it's like I can compress it slightly with my thumb. And uh, it's got a stem and it's a pod. So I'm shaking it. It's pod. And we're shaking the pod. You can't hear it, but I'm shaking the pod at you. <laughs> Should have done this at the start. Kind of half an hour in, so now if they don't like, the, you know, the first thirty minutes, why wouldn't they? Like honestly, but... <laughs> that was just the intro. We're starting the episode oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't typically stood up, so it's the podcast hasn't started. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to a public, so I guess my favorite grocery store chain. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Kroger. Kroger, interesting. You ever been to a Kroger? I don't know if I have. They got like sushi and stuff. It's no, like, I don't think I have. This has been a grocery store podcast. All the grocery so, stores out there. What kind of grocery stores do you think they have in California? Like a Whataburger? <laughs> it's a grocery store? I don't know. I just know that it's a California thing. I went, in, I went to a uh, 
an in and out once when I was in I California. Was it? it was good. I liked it. When were you in California? I, well, I've been a couple times because my aunt lives there. So we visited oh. a couple times. But at that time I was, I did the service trip to California in college. It was weird. We went there for Oh, spring you told me about this at the soup place, the, the feed place, soup kitchen. We, yeah, we worked in a soup kitchen and like slept on the floor there, did some other service things. It was a, it was a weird experience. Sounds strange. It was very interesting and like eye opening because I feel like homeless population is not something you think about a lot, especially up here because there are like no homeless people up here. So you can't survive if you're homeless up here. But there's a huge population in the U.S. and like L.A. especially. Um, I've heard that they like close down their camps. I don't know much about. I don't. Yeah, I don't follow it closely enough. But yeah, it was like we interacted with like tons and tons of people. But at the same time, it just felt. It felt weird because we like flew to California from Boston yeah. to like work. And most of the service trips in that program are just, like, within driving distance, and they're more, like, yeah. Habitat for Humanity type things. But that we were, like, sense. the one trip that they, like, sent us to California, and it just felt like they should have taken, taken the money, money and just yeah. given it to them. Yeah, that is strange. <laughs> I don't... Some some programs, like, at Tech here, I don't like because it's, like, like it is service programs, and they do, do helpful things, but, like, at the same time, at the core, it's, like make sure you log your hours, make sure you like write about this. Like, like it's a, not performative because they do perform the service, but it's like clear that it's like resume padding, not. Yeah. I don't like that. It's that at BC, Boston college, it was like a weird dynamic where it was like, it was almost more about like educating us about the problem than it was about, about helping actually you. helping. And it just, you know, like BC is a bunch of like wealthy kids like, yeah. and it just, uh, it's, it, I'm glad that it does help people, but it makes my skin crawl a bit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was self-aware. It was also, like, religious, because BC's a Catholic school. <laughs> so, like, it was self-aware, but at the same time... It, hey, congrats on making it out without being converted, though. They did their know, best, but... Catholic theology is fascinating, but <laughs> learning about it did not... Foreskins. How many foreskins? No, there's this one... There's literally this passage where this dude straight up... Started wars to get foreskins, right? He he has he trades foreskins for a woman for another man's daughter to marry. Oh my God. He he trades like two hundred foreskins, oh my like God. one in battle. That's way too many. Way too, like how are you, how are you collecting them? That's what I want to know. Like after the fight, are you going around? And, do you think it's like uh, you kill someone, you take their foreskin, or do you think they had one guy in the army where they're like, all right, Steve, we're done. Get out there and get those foreskins. <laughs> He's just like good at it. I like to think that there were like. Soldiers after the battle would like bicker. They would be like, you know, like like the Legus Legolas Gimli rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Like I like to, I like Legolas to be like, come on, Gimli, like that was my, like that was my kill. You don't get the foreskin. Oh, dude, that elephant that he killed, the foreskin must have been massive. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, Oliphant. Oliphant. Yeah. That was funny how he just Tolkien was just like, yeah, it's a bigger elephant. And it's called <laughs> it's something just, slightly different. <laughs> What is it? It's jazz. What are we going to call it? <laughs> Speaking of Boston, though, my brother's at the Boston Aquarium right now. Is he? He's on a date. Oh, a date at the Boston Aquarium. Mm-hmm. That's like the perfect Pretty date. amazing. Third one. She's from Kazakhstan. I only heard about this today, so I'm really excited. That's what I'm talking about. Like, so cool. Dang. Congrats to... Well, I won't say his name, but... Grug. That's what I call him. Grog. <laughs> yeah. Grigor Glion. Yeah. <laughs> My, fa- my little brother is so weird. He came up with some of those exams. He's just like, he just says things that are just, just strange. 
it's I, I don't think I've ever spoken to him is the thing. Like I He called you K Man, which I didn't understand. That's fine. A lot of people call me that. Yeah, but he's like he's how old is he? He's like four years younger than us, so he must have been a freshman when we graduated. You know how did how did he get to it? A part of me is like honored that people like four years younger than me even like knew my nickname. Yeah. But it's just strange to me. It's strange, yeah. Um, no, but, like, because I've seen your brother in enough context, yeah. but, like, I don't think I've ever spoken to him, which is pretty normal for me, I guess, I'm bad at talking. I've never to spoken to any of your siblings, either, so, like, we're, we're about even there. Yeah, but, I mean, you've also never been in the same room as that. No, I'll go to the next family reunion. You're invited. Are you dead ass? I mean, I probably would need to check with that. Just <laughs> <laughs> off the cuff making statements that you cannot stand by him. I mean, they met Julia, so it's like... Yeah, that's a little different. I mean, I have known you longer than Julia. Yeah. Who's counting? Who's Who's counting? Not me. Not me. She doesn't have a podcast with you, though. That's true. Do she? (laughs) This is direct. (laughs) Oh, you can't see. I made direct eye contact with the recording device, just so you know. This is targeted. This is too targeted. We have to move on. Anyway, should we, so should we cover, like, the one topic that we... We did go to the nucleus. Yeah, so... Twice. Twice. This was one weekend. Like, this was a while ago at this point. It was like several weeks. Oh my god. The time is just flying by. It moves so linearly. (laughs) (laughs) It does! You can't go back. Actually, I was thinking about that when I was watching, uh, there's this British show called The Big Fat Quiz. I was watching the one from 2015. I was like, I'm viewing a past event right now. That kind of fucked me up for a little bit. Like, I was viewing the past actions of individuals. Hmm. I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah, because I guess I don't usually watch things that are, like, live when they're not right. live, you know? And with the TV show, it's different. Like, it, it was in the past, but they weren't... It wasn't about the moment. But with things like that, it was, it's just, it was just, like... I don't know. I, I thought about it for a while. Because, like, the present... This is a weird time thing for me. Like, the present is the present for everybody. But it's not mm-hmm. at the same... Like, for somebody from 1750, like, when they were in the present, it was the present for them. And the present is for me now. And I think they're all stacked up like this. But then also, I know that 1750 happened in the past. But anyway... I think that's actually canon in the MCU. <laughs> Don't fucking put me in the MCU, dude. You're part of it, <laughs> whether or not you want to be. What if you made good content? That's your next <laughs> what if episode. But yeah, we went to... No, it is wait, in the past. <laughs> I, have to, I have to interject. Have you have you watched the, the show, The Good Place? Yeah. So yesterday when we were talking about like the time, the time in... um. Uh, Loki, yeah. like the whole TVA and all of that, and I was trying to like wrap my head around it. Yeah, I, it was just thinking of the the episode of The Good Place where they're like, we like we measure time in like a Jeremy Bear meme because it looks <laughs> like that, and then he's and like Chidi's like, what is the the dot on the eye? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like disconnected from the rest. <laughs> yeah. Of it. How many Jeremy Bear memes are we in right now? I don't know. The time knife. Time. I thought that was a funny episode when Chidi got like thrown out of the timeline. And he was like, I saw the possibilities folding in on themselves into a, like a blade of a singularity. And Michael was just like, Yeah, the time knife. We've all seen it. Like, buddy, this isn't news. It's like, Man, this guy's fucked up. Have you seen that? That's a good show. It is a good show. Who's your favorite character? Maybe Michael or Janet. I think Michael or Janet. Janet's my. Big, big time favorite <laughs> yeah, for me. Janet. I love Jason too, but I like the things that they had to work around with with Jason. I like yeah. that he was like a problem for mostly, and yeah. then they give him like this one speech at the end to like be like, 
Ah, he's not just an idiot, you guys. I swear, because he's like mostly detrimental to them. Yeah, he's he's so pure though. Like he has such yeah. a pure soul. Yeah, he, there is not many complications in his actions. It's like you don't have to dig deep to see what the motivation was. Uh, anyway, in the past, we went to the nucleus. We did. Um. And we went twice. And when the waitress remembers it's the second time. She's like, oh, must have been good. And it was good. It was good. Well, because, so, like, the first day, we, like, for some reason woke up, like, before anybody else like in the house. Like, absurdly early. We woke up at, like, 8 a.m. And, and we, like, went to the nucleus. And then, like, still no one was up. So we just proceeded we to, like, just walk around in the rain. Several kilometers, yeah. Yeah, we just, we, like, walked, like, five miles, like, before <laughs> Just lunch. to kill like, time. Yeah. <laughs> because they were, well, there was the thing else to do. But, yeah, that was a, we were supposed to go to Minneapolis that day. And then we didn't, yeah. Because they stayed up too late. They stayed up too late, yeah. Early to bed, early yeah. to rise, but only if two of them are dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, but what, what did we get the first day? I know that I got the lemon ricotta hotcakes the first day. I was really chomping at the bit to get that. <laughs> oh, I actually remember. I got the lionized uh, hash browns and um, French toast. Is what I got? Yes. Yeah. Not, oh, by the way, I can't answer this question. Lionized just means they put a fuck ton of cheese and onions on it. Yeah, which is a little underwhelming for how, like... Cool the word lionized is. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, you could have just said cheesy hash browns. Cheesy hash browns, yeah. Obviously, that's cool. It. No, but... How were they, though? They were, they were pretty good. I don't know if they were $9 good, because... So, cheese is, like, pretty fatty and greasy, but hash browns are already that, so I don't know how much... Like, cheesy potatoes are obviously good. I'm not here to shit on it, but it's just... I, it didn't do... Add much for me. Gotcha, gotcha. The French toast was so good, though. Wait, which one did you get? Just I didn't I didn't get the stuff. Yeah, I got just the classic. With, with the, the orange, orange zest. Oh, so... It, something about just that plain, cinnamony, sweet bread for me was just, just amazing. Was the orange zest a big plus for you? Yeah, I liked it. It was because nice. the... It's very sharp, but the rest of the toast is just sweet, so it cuts it nice and it's good. Yeah, I, nice. I would definitely get it again. Nice. How were the lemon ricotta hotcakes, though? Man, they were good. I was so they were impressive looking. It was like a big because I, I think I had got to choose between like three pancakes or five. Yeah, I chose five. It was like a big platter covered in whipped cream and strawberries. So the lemon ricotta aspect of it wasn't super in your face. You could definitely taste that they were lemon, but it wasn't wasn't overpowering. And you, it like almost didn't need to be lemon ricotta, honestly. You think the pancakes were, were so good that you could have just gone with those? The pancakes were good. And just the whole, like ambiance is not the right word. The whole presentation, the whole thing, just the whipped cream and then like the butter and the... You uh, thought the butter was the lemon ricotta. I did at first. I tasted <laughs> it too and I was like, this does this man, taste like lemon ricotta to you? <laughs> <laughs> this man comes out, they come up and it's like a bowl of butter and I got one too for the French toast. It's like, what? You got lemon ricotta too? No, man. This is straight up lard. Butter? We just got some fat here. Like The, le- the ricotta's at the bottom, I'm going to assume. I still don't know where the ricotta was, honestly. Oh, okay. Then I, I don't know. It was just faintly lemony pancakes, but they were really good with a lot with some syrup and you I really enjoyed the, the really... strawberry aspect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause you, and then the next day you got strawberry French toaster. I did, yeah. How was that? Um, it was good. I've gotten that before. It's a classic. It's always good. It's a couple pieces of French toast. You got like 
a liberal quantity of cream cheese in the mm-hmm. middle. And by liberal, I mean a lot, not politically left-leaning. Yeah, thank you for clarifying <laughs> that the cream cheese was not a burning bro, because I know that that's what it sounded like to the listeners. So the clarification, like... It was needed in that situation. Mm-hmm. And then there were there was chocolate drizzle on it and strawberries, and it was good. Can't go wrong with it. I will say, I think that I should have gotten the crepes to try them, because I'd already tried this, and I think that I missed the opportunity, but... I got the lemon crepes the second day. It was pretty delicious. How lemony was it? It's fairly lemony. Like, it wasn't too tart, but, like, it was the predominant flavor. Gotcha. But it was, like, mixed into, like, a creamy thing in the middle of the crepe. So, like, the texture was very smooth, and it felt like a lemon sherbet inside a crepe, and it was dusted with powdered sugar, and it was just pretty amazing. Damn. Yeah, it looked really good. And then we split the El Presidente, which was... El Presidente is fantastic. We were spot Chef on with our oh endorsement God, yeah. of that. The spice sausage in the middle, so good. So good. Surrounded by these potatoes and these eggs and it. Oh, my God. Everything was just seasoned to perfection, yeah, I think. No, I thought it was just hot enough to make me go, ooh, that's hot, but not enough that it, like, overwhelmed everything. Yeah. Like, I could taste things through the heat, and it was just so good. I put hot sauce and ketchup on it, mm-hmm. but... You almost didn't need... And that's how you... Because with a dish like that, sometimes it's dry. And this one was not. It was just so moist. And the meat was so good. And you can get it as a vegetarian, which I think I would try. probably do, yeah. But the one we got was so good. Yeah, like the potatoes. Sometimes you get something like that and the potatoes are... It's just a potato. There's nothing really going Mm -hmm. on. But this, like... You could enjoy the the potato by itself. And it was like... Yeah, like it didn't... It wasn't a weak link like it sometimes would be in a meat meal like that. And it was just, oh, I wish we could have gotten two of those. I, w- yeah. I would eat a whole president. So, yeah, we went to the Nucleus. Yeah, all good reviews for me. Five stars. Five stars? I guess so. I mean, I don't know what they could have done better. I got fresh squeezed orange juice. It was also pretty delicious. You get the virgin mimosa. I guess you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I call mimosas impregnated orange juice. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, okay, it was shouldn't have said it in virgin. Because that's weird. To, my drink has never been fucked. <laughs> you know what? I would go so far to say is every drink I've ever drank is a virgin drink. a virgin drink. drink. And no one had fucked it. What about like kombucha? <laughs> People just... What about milk? Kombucha. It's like sweat. Nobody fucked it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Do you fuck your drinks, dude? No, I don't. I'm just wondering. I if want like... a, I want a slutty orange juice. <laughs> I walked with the porn star martini. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sounds good though. Passion fruit is a it's a good flavor. I'd get the porn star martini. Can you give us a review of the Irish car bomb? I think it's amazing. I think it's like because I like coffee and I like the creaminess, and it's also like an interactive drink. Like you drop a shot into a glass <laughs> and it starts foaming. <laughs> And interactive like, experience and you know i need i require a lot of stimulation like as an adhd ear and and like some drinks you literally like you can't see but i'm doing the motion you lift your hand you tilt your glass and you just drink it this one not you pick you, up this that's shot not, that's not enough for you i'm not okay. saying it's not enough what do you want the drink to be <laughs> i'm not saying it's not enough i'm just saying like there's options out there where you get to like move stuff around drop things into other things pour over it's just an added bonus. I don't know. Uh, this is like... Besides, who goes to a drink and orders, like, a Coors? Like, you can buy those outside of bars. You can get those elsewhere, but I... It's the economical option, though. 
I stand by my decision to buy two Bud Lights. We, we went I don't agree friend. with you. I enjoy, like, they're not like great, but I enjoy I enjoy Bud Light. That's fine, and, but we don't have to go to the bar if you want to drink Bud Light. We can do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But it was also it was my first time at this bar, and I just wanted to keep my wits about me. And Your wits like, about you, okay? I don't know, man. All right. Yeah. But so wait, the Irish Carbon though. So I have to go back to this. It's a Guinness. Yeah. And then you have Irish cream. I think it's Irish cream and whiskey. Do you want me to just look it up? Yeah, I guess so. And then you, you drop the cream into the Guinness and like chug the whole thing. It's a cocktail made by dropping a bomb shot of Irish whiskey, Irish cream and whiskey into a glass of stout. And then you have to drink it quickly because the cream will curdle within a short time. Does it curdle in your stomach after you've downed it? I don't know. Probably can't have it if you're lactose intolerant though. You should try to order like a like a substitute. <laughs> Could I get a vegan Irish car bomb? <laughs> I also think the name is hilarious because like I'm assuming it comes from like a very turbulent time when the IRA was like bombing Ma- Margaret Thatcher and shit, and now yeah. it's just like a drink. But like it's it's strange that you can order that. I want to I, I, like I want to order drink. one though. You should hit the bars again. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> big drinking boy. Big, big drinking boy. Couple of big old drinking boys. <laughs> Um, this person I talked to uh, the other day was like, I'm so jealous that you're 21. Uh, I wish I could buy alcohol. And I didn't have the heart to tell her, like, I'm 22 or tw- I'm over 21. But the amount of times that I buy alcohol is like very, very slim. Like, I, I, I don't drink that much. I wasn't like, it's just, I'm sorry. Like, I'm happy for you. And I'm sorry you can't buy it because it's like your thing. But uh, it, ain't, it ain't, I'm pretty boring. I feel like I have like chaotic energy sober. Or maybe with a little bean juice in me. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't go to alcohol that often. No, I enjoy it on occasion, but I just can't do it too often. I think that the chaotic energy is, I think we, that's a problem for, not necessarily a problem, but it's just <laughs> no, like. It's just like other people need something to get there, but like, we're just yeah, like holding you back like most of the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, sorry about stealing your coffee. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it, it committed an unforgivable action yesterday. He put his glass down, and I thought it was my glass, and I drank out of it. It, it was the build-up to it, too. I was, like, offered, like, special coffee out of a special Not coffee special pot. coffee. Well, well, it was new coffee to me. Yeah, true. And then, like, this special creamer, and then I had, like, one sip. I'll get you one of those pots for your birthday. Nah. Um, that wasn't a <laughs> question. <laughs> You're just telling me in advance. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't upset. It was also like 8 p.m., so I didn't need yeah. coffee. I stayed up till 1.30 yesterday. Damn. I stayed up till like 1. Damn. And I got up at 7. How are you? For no reason. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't sleep in. I just That's can't do it. Though. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I'm trying to think. It's pretty short for one of our episodes. It's under an hour. Under an hour. Under an hour is, <laughs> what do you think like the optimal episode length? I think it depends on the episode is the thing. Yeah. I think it's like, it's it's kind of my beef with some essays is that they, a word count is great, but I think too short and you can't explain your thoughts well enough too long and you're just kind of like fillering. So I I don't know what the ideal. Speaking of essay limits, do you know in Harry Potter when they assign them essays, it's by like inches of parchment? Yeah. They have like a 24 inch... Like, Do you think the parchment is lined? No. I just assumed it was online, which means that... 
hand, like like one size. one man's <laughs> one man's twenty four inches, another man's like twelve three yeah. paragraphs. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> I always thought that the homework system in Hogwarts was just very confusing in general. I don't I don't know enough about magic to know if like writing about it is the ideal form of application or if, like how to mm. research it stuff. But I I thought that was the most interesting aspect of the books. I thought it got sidelined for Harry fighting Voldemort or whatever dumb shit. You just wanted the like the lesson. Yeah. Just give me like, like just tell me what they're doing. I'm just curious. And he becomes a fucking cop, like a narc. He's like a jock to cop to marrying his high school sweetheart pipeline. That's so funny. <laughs> it is. They He's always, just athletically gifted for no reason. They like stress how good he is at Quidditch for no like all the time. He's just a natural at it. He's just oh, a natural. Bullshit. It takes like no effort. He's a, the, the first first year seeker ever. Like, I don't think him being athletic was was something that needed to be what it was. He also just has a nicer broom than anyone else, and it's all like illegal that he has. It. Yeah, it's like the broom is doing half the work. Like, yeah. he has good reflexes. Like, that's it. It's true. And like he, it's literally like if you were to race a Honda Civic versus like a Mustang. Like, and then the person who won the Mustang won, and it was like. Their dad was a racer before them. <laughs> they got a fucking nice car. And so they win. The thing, going back to the academic system at Hogwarts, because I've been reading or listening to the fifth book, and when they do describe their classes, it's always like the professor speaks to them for five minutes and then just has them like perform the magic or read yeah. something. That's like the whole class. Like they'll go in. There was a, the most recent Care of Magic Creatures class they go in, it's Professor Grubbly Plank instead of Hagrid, and she's like, these are bow truckles. Now draw them and label all their body parts. And it's that like, would be an you, absurd di- you didn't teach us anything. You just, like, showed th- showed us these, like, potentially dangerous creatures. She's like, be careful. They'll gouge your eyes out. So <laughs> draw them. You have to tell them these people these things in advance. No, yeah. I think J.K. Rowling wasn't... I think she just had some ideas and she connected them vaguely. She just ran... She started with a bunch of things that are like, oh yeah, magic, like, they ride broomsticks, like, she just took a bunch of, like, sort of magic stereotypes mm-hmm. and then worked them yeah. into this, like, cohesive... It's semi-cohesive, it's, it's still very confusing. Like, the they, they're not allowed to transfigure food or make it appear, which is confusing because wouldn't that solve, like, a lot of their problems? Like, why are they, they kneecapping them? They rely on, they prefer to rely <laughs> on slave labor yeah. for their food. Yeah, house elves is, I mean, it's an interesting idea, for sure. It's yeah. The, for sure. The one thing I do like about Hogwarts is how much respect they put on professors. This is like, true. Like, they act like professors are, like, the, the like shit. top shit. Like, they're, <laughs> like, the, because if you think, it's so funny to think about, like, high school, like, how, like, shitty, like, conditions are for high school teachers <laughs> yeah. in the U.S., but in Hogwarts, it's, like, like, Professor McGonagall is, like, the top authority on transfiguration, like, in the country. Like, she <laughs> she talks down to government officials regularly. Yeah, like... <laughs> and, like, the prime minister, like, imagine if the president showed up to, like, just some random school and was like, yeah. your principal needs to come with us. Showed up to Houghton Himes, like, I need help. Like, <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Also, potions. Yeah. Potions is just chemistry. Yeah. And, and the class sounds so easy. Like, you, it's literally just, you have to... Read the instructions. I think, like, real-life organic chemistry is harder than the things that were described in Hogwarts. Like, they never... Like, they give them all the recipes, 
and they give them like all the tools, so they're kind yeah. of just like throwing things in a cauldron. There's no math, and then Snape's always like, "Aha! You forgot to do the counterclockwise stir. Like it ruins the whole potion." Like, it's just like all you had to do was read the instructions. Yeah. Like, then <laughs> Harry gets like a better instruction thing than the all the other students. Like, what if Snape? Snape. So it was Snape's old book, right? And he's got all these notes in the margins. And I understand that if he was at a different job, how that wouldn't have come up, and it would have been random. But Snape, like, knew significant improvements on the techniques, and he was the teacher. Why did he not alter the curriculum to be like, yeah, this is how the book says it, but yeah. I'm better than that. Do it this way. Especially when you consider that, like, teachers are so highly esteemed. It's like, who is setting the curriculum if not them? Yeah, exactly. Why didn't he write his own book? It's Because yeah. he could, he, like, doesn't like that he's, like, disrespected and doesn't get the job he wants. But why didn't he just, like, like, he could have gotten it. He's also an awful teacher. He's a bad person. I don't yeah. care that he died at the end. He did not redeem himself for being like for for bullying children. Like, yeah, that's true. He's they, kind of a bad guy. It's like she could have written his character to be a little bit more redeemable, but yeah. I think I forgive it because it's like a kids' book, so they had no, to no, make yeah, it like yeah, over obviously, the top. Like, and it, like it's it's a massive thing now, and it's touched so many people's lives. Like, obviously, I could never write Harry Potter. Not not to Jane that though she's transphobic, and we we're not pro Kathleen. No. But Wait, go on. Kathleen? I think that's her middle name. Joanne Kathleen. I, go on. <laughs> I, I agree. Harry Potter, man. How do we get here? I'm I'm a big Harry Potter stan. I can't even I can't even pretend otherwise. The books should have been about Ron. In rereading the books, I'm disappointed that Ron, they make Ron like he gets like dumber as the books go on, it seems like. I don't know. I didn't like his arc in the seventh one. I think he should have been more confident and secure in himself. I yeah. think he should like he runs away because he like misses home, but I think he's gone through so much in the first six books that he he I think he should have been like a more confident and resilient person. I think that would have been better. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think, never really thought about that. I think Harry's angst makes sense. Like that comes up and up again, again, again. But I think Ron is just like always there for him. He's always providing all the resources he can and like doing yeah. everything he can. So I think it makes more sense for his arc to be like. Harry's giving up, but I don't give a shit because I'm Ron Weasley. Oh, yeah. And it would make his friendship, like, a more pivotal part of the yeah. plot. Yeah, I agree. So over here, rewriting Harry Potter. Just rewriting Harry Potter, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, I saw a funny thing that was, like, Harry Potter is a jock because he's really good at sports. He marries his high school sweetheart, and he becomes a cop. So he's kind of just, like... I don't really thought about. It. He's not really a cop. He's like what is he? He's like special forces. Honestly, he like what? he like becomes like a Navy SEAL. What are orders not regular cops? What's a regular? Cop I don't think thing? they have regular cops. Uh, they just have. I think the Ministry of Magic is super understaffed. <laughs> is honestly, what I think. I have no idea how many wizards they're actually supposed to be. The world feels so much smaller because they only talk about it as an adult. Yeah. yeah. Also, the level of corruption present in the ministry of magic insane it's insane like and it's like not just by not just like lucius malfoy having meetings with fudge and no, like i'm just it. like a straight up racist and she's got like this super high position but okay like i that doesn't bother me as much as realizing that like mr weasley is extremely corrupt it comes off in a whimsical way yeah but he's like smuggling like shit home from the office and like doing illegal <laughs> stuff his kids like kidnap somebody and he's just like oh he's in our house now this is yeah fine. yeah it's like and uh the fourth book when like the fact that like dumbledore is sort of operating a shadow government the under the, the nose of <laughs> yeah it's kind of fucked up like <laughs> like they, they were vigilantes yeah 
But again, their law enforcement system is very confusing, so it's hard to... There should never be mistrials, though. Like, the pensive? Like, how was Sirius Black imprisoned, though? Take out his uh, memories, put it in the bowl. But memories can be modified. True. Human memory is very flexible. I mean, that's true of real life as well. The court system makes no sense, though. When they do the trials, when Harry goes in the pensive and sees the, yeah. the trials in the fourth book, it's, like, such a random... Like, there are, like, they tons of people watching, but they, like, they just vote by, like, hand. Like, there are no lawyer. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, because it wasn't fleshed out. Because, yeah. again, like... It was, it's for children, I guess. I wouldn't yeah. expect there to be, like, detailed legal procedure. I want a boring Harry Potter movie <laughs> as an adult now. <laughs> like, a, like a procedural. Yeah. I want to know, like, all the laws, all the... Yeah. yeah. It's fun to go in depth. I think that's why a lot of people, like... Uh, Lord of the Rings so much because he doesn't li- really so like, detail. He's very clear about how shit works. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading Dune right now, and it's sort of. Uh, it sort of makes me miss children's books. What do you mean? Like, there's just so much. Like, you have to do so much more thinking for yourself to figure <laughs> out what characters are like doing or what they're talking about. It's yeah, like, yeah. I man. hate thinking for myself. <laughs> nah, I'm I've, I'm kind of lukewarm on Dune. I'm about halfway through. And uh, I'm not sure if I like it. What's the premise? I, I'm not familiar. Okay. So it's like in the it's thousands, maybe more years in the future, right? Sure. And humanity has outlawed like AI, like robots that oh. can think because in the past robots like rose up and were a problem and humans won, but so they outlawed it. And so instead of using robots for like, you know, space travel and like all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. People have like evolved special abilities oh. and they use this um, substance called the spice, which is like basically a stand in for like oil or like any sort of resource that people fight over or whatever. But the spice like gives people special abilities. So there are like some people who use it to be able to like have the mind of a supercomputer to like navigate through space. Oh, okay. Um, there are like some people who have like sort of machine like analytical abilities because of the spice. Right. And then there are some people, it's like only, it seems like it's only women and they have like super, I don't know. They're like super perceptive and they have other oh. abilities All right. anyway. So it's also like a feudal system. So there's an emperor and there are like tons and tons of planet systems and there are noble houses that control the planet systems. And so the main character is this kid named Paul, and his family takes over. Thousands of years in the future, Paul. Okay, I saw a meme about this, so this is not original (laughs) content. But like the book, like just pitches you right in the middle of this, like provides no context, and it's giving you all these like made up words that are like (laughs) the thing, like the names of things. And then your main character's name is Paul, (laughs) and it's like because you you have no idea what's going on in the beginning, and like there's so many characters with like weird names, and then this guy's just Paul. Yeah, but they they go to this planet. They take over this planet um, called Arrakis or Dune, which is like the planet where the spice comes from. So it's like super valuable. Oh, okay. And then I guess that's sort of the setup. Oh, okay. But what, what about the worms? The worms just live on Arrakis. They're like oh. so it's supposed to be like a like sort of a conservation minded book because like the, oh, really? the ecosystem on Dune is supposed to be like significant. I I mean I'm. 450 pages in, and I haven't really, like, gotten that yet. Oh, okay. It's, like, a planet where... It's a desert planet, so water's super scarce, and people think, like, nothing lives there, but there's actually, like, a race of people who have, like, a complex system. There, there's more going on than... Do the worms you know. eat the spice and become really smart? 
I don't know if they become really smart. They're just really big. I think they they do something with the spice. I think. Okay. There's a movie with uh, coming out about this. It's coming out. Yeah, I'm kind of in a race against the clock to read 400 pages before the movie comes out. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. Though. Go. On. No, that's really it. I don't think I should really say anything else without spoilers. But it, I'm just like lukewarm on it because they keep. I don't like Paul that much. He's not that interesting. <laughs> and they keep like introducing characters, and then they'll like die before I think their arc has even started. I'm kind of oh. like waiting for... So if there's no emotional attachment, it doesn't... I mean, it's hard to yeah. like be invested in yeah. Do you want to get non-snack food or no? I'll be down. Yeah. All right. No. Well, we've shaken <laughs> the pot at you enough. <laughs> we've shaken the pot at you enough for one day. Can you just hear us like food plants? Can you hear this pod shaking? It's it's like almost silent. I can't. I, are you asking me or, or the... I'm asking. Listener. I'm asking the listener here for a verbal response. <laughs> Please call the number at the bottom of the screen if you could hear that pod being shaken. It's the milkweed pod from earlier. I think we need a, we need some kind of sign off, don't we? Yeah. We don't need it today, but eventually. No. Until next time, this has been shaking the pod, Adam. Uh, yeah. Uh, watch out for the loose warthog. War, warthog on the loose. Watch out for the. <laughs> Watch out for the lasagna. Lasagna, baby. Lasagna, baby. That's gabagoo. That's, sort of, that's cooking, baby. <laughs> hey, who needs measurements? Who needs to preheat the oven? Just fucking throwing shit around. Baking things at alternating temperatures. You're insane.